0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per order, additional term supply. Jump,
2: jump, jump, jump,
3: jump, oh, yes, yes, yes. A good, good Friday morning to one and all. It is Taz of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Number to call 855 212 4 cbs 855 212 Two one two four two two seven. Attention, hotline fans. You've got Mike and Billy across the way. John, fast with your updates here on this Friday morning as we take you right up until nine a.m. Uh, Eastern time. We're coming to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quick and Loan Studio. Rocky Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. What's going on, Taz? Hey, doing, bud?
2: Good, Moose. Everything's good. Uh, yeah, everything's good. good. How are you? Yeah. Oh, you're good. Yeah, you're good. All Friday, good, yeah. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Happy. We got a lot of football coming up. A lot of college football and. Uh, uh, for the next you know couple of days, which is going to be great. Love the Friday night games. I'm a big fan of tonight. Uh, watch a lot of the games. Locked in. Locked in. Feel a little under the weather, but I'm here battling through it, making it through the rain. Yes. Well, I feel better.
3: I, I feel better. I know you're dealing with a little bit of a cold, a little, little bit of a summer cold, yeah, so, summer. so uh, hang in there. Uh, Tommy Batten will join us, ACC network analyst, uh, former head coach in college football, will join us coming your way in the... Third and and final hours, we'll uh, preview a little bit of the college football season, look ahead to the games this weekend as well, and get his thoughts on some of the better matchups, including uh, Auburn and uh, Oregon, which takes place over the weekend. It's probably one of the bigger matchups of the weekend between those two programs. But uh, we begin with a program that uh, Tommy Bowdy used to coach, and that was the Clemson Tigers, who last night, an early ACC matchup at home against Georgia Tech, and we know all the expectations. Number one in the land are the Clemson Tigers. Uh, The brand of college football overtaking Alabama after the destruction of the Crimson Tide last year in the national championship game. And they have their way uh, with Georgia Tech. 52-14 was the final. Lawrence throws a couple of interceptions, but still Etienne was absolutely brilliant for Clemson. And, you know, they've been, uh, you know, they've, uh, you know, in a conference that's not overly as strong as the SEC, they're clearly right now. Um, I would say probably the favorite uh, over Alabama to win yet get another national championship. And last night, they showed you why.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. They were dominant uh, right away. And I, I watched a good chunk of the, the game, definitely the first three quarters. But it became a blowout. Of, you know, just, you know, they got shut out, Tech did, the first half, zero, nothing, no points. You know, and Clemson just... Uh, Travis Etienne, a running back, okay, he's, he's got over 200 yards rushing. So he is... He's just picked up where he left off last year. He was, he was a great back foot for for the Tigers last year and showing again now, year older, bigger, stronger, faster. Uh his explosiveness is unbelievable. And you know what? This kid is dangerous out of the backfield in the flats on short passes, you know, drop, uh, you know, pa- passes from quarterback in the flats and he they didn't even do much of that last night. What, you know, where do people see this kid, if you're not familiar with Tra- with Travis Etienne, out of the backfield on you know on a pass play. So he is tremendous, explosive. Um, I was a little, a little confused with Georgia Tech. I mean, oliver they, they have three quarterbacks that they you know—they wanted to play throughout the game, and they did play. But they started out the game in a good chunk of the first half with Oliver, and you know he—he really—he can't, can't throw the ball. He just can't throw. He's a runner, and he runs amazing, He's explosive as heck, uh, and runs runs amok. They, they just, uh, they a mock. But they—they just—they had a—they had no balance in their offense, Georgia Tech. But. Texas, a young team, as you know, Moose, with a young coach. Um, they are a young program. They lost a lot of guys last year, seniors, so, uh, up, 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 you know, upperclassmen and stuff, so. We'll see how it works out. But to your point, Clemson uh looks like the team to beat in college football this year.
3: Well, and and uh, you know, as we've discussed throughout the course of the offseason, um, you know, the the way that Dabo built it down there in Clemson. Um, you know, they churn out pros. They've got a great defensive coordinator, they've got a fun offense to watch. We know how talented Lawrence is at the quarterback position, the skill position players. Uh you know you're gonna get burned and run and We've seen a number of those guys go on to the National Football League as well, Taz. It's just a, um, you know, it, it's just a, it's just a marvelous, marvelous program right now uh, that's clicking on all cylinders. That seem yeah. to not be able to get in their own way. I mean, they've had, uh, you know, you know, most consecutive twenty point wins in AP poll history. I mean, think about that. I mean, that's eleven. I mean, uh, you know, they've been utterly and completely dominant. And last night they went in as a you know, thirty-six and a half, thirty-seven point favorite, and they win the game by 38 points. So um, even with Lawrence not particularly throwing the ball all that well, with the high expectations for him to be a Heisman Trophy candidate or winner at some point in time over the course of the next two years, uh, you know, he is a, a true sophomore. People were talking about last year, you know, heard a number of NFL scouts say probably the most talented or pure cleanest freshman quarterback prospect that they've ever laid two eyes on. And, you know, in 20 or 30 years, I mean, that's how good of a player Trevor Lawrence is, and he showed yeah. it last year in the national championship game. So there's nothing not to like about Clemson, and, and you look at it and say, when exactly are they really going to be tested over the course of this regular season when you take a look at that Clemson-Tiger schedule? Yeah,
2: no, no, good point. Well, it's
3: going to come at some point in time. I mean, last year they got tested uh, well, by Syracuse, of all teams. I was going
2: to just mention Syracuse. You know, your alma mater. I really believe in the ACC you know, that <laughs> that's a squad that could give Clemson, because you, you're going to, to the point, you can't just battle of everyone. Clemson just can't bow, and and I do think they might hit a little bit of a wall when, when they play the Orangemen. I really do. I mean, they, and that's up, only
3: in a couple of weeks, and yeah. that's up at the Dome in Syracuse. I think the last time they went up to the Dome in Syracuse, I think they might have lost that game, um, uh, you know. Uh, I I thought they did. You're going back a couple of years ago. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. I think they might have lost that game a couple of years ago yeah. up they, at Syracuse.
2: Syracuse is interesting. They, they always they did seem to have, They usually have, you have the number of Florida State and uh, and and they they play Clemson hard, man. And it's so. I mean, you wouldn't think, you know. I mean, because of the ACC and stuff like that, and, and you talk about Clemson, who's this power, who's become this machine, and then here comes Syracuse, which. I'm telling you, I think this year, which is you said in a couple of weeks, I'm not looking at the schedule, right? A couple of weeks, so yeah, I, September I think, 14th. Yeah, I think Q's could give them a run. I mean, I really do. Texas so.
3: A&M a week from t- a week home, from
2: tomorrow, but they got them home, right? They Correct. got them at Clemson. The right, Aggies yeah. are at, in Clemson, right? Right. So, uh, by the way, which is an awesome place, I've never been th- to, to to their stadium there, at Clemson, in, in Clemson. But they did a nice little uh, pregame. I don't know if you saw it. Maybe a lot of people watched the pregame, but. With, in Death Valley there at the stadium with The Rock. Yeah. You know how they come with the buses and they come out down the hill. You know what I mean? Awesome entrance. Really is awesome. And Dabo, former guest of Taz and Moose um, and a friend of ours. Yeah, yes. I, could, anybody who's a guest on our show in the past, it's okay to say they're a friend. Sh- friend of the show, yeah. Friend of the show, friend yeah. of ours. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're going to pound beers with Dabo after the game. Right. But he's been on the show. He's our yeah. friend. We talked to him for 15 minutes. Anyway, Dabo made sure he makes sure he's the first one down the hill. First one. Okay. So that's their thing. That's what I'm to point nice. that
3: out. Oh, nice. Why? Because he's the head coach? He's the boss. Yeah, he's the head coach. Okay.
2: So he has to make owner. sure. Okay. <laughs> no, he's the boss. I'm just saying. Just, I mean, I'm not shocked. I don't think anybody's shocked. But he got off that bus. He sprinted to the edge with a rock, uh, right uh, to, the, to the top of the hill. And when that cannon went off, whatever it is, they, they blow something off. Boom! He was gone down that hill, and everybody, all the kids fall by him. Was well, that's cool. awesome. That's yeah, cool.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's obviously energetic. Uh, he's got a game plan. He executes the game plan. It's a lot of fun to watch. And and watching his Clemson team right now, as uh, you know, next couple of weeks, Aggies at home, on the road, Syracuse are probably you know two of the uh, you know tougher tests they'll take. You know, Florida State, they have them at home this season. Uh, you want to go late in the year. They have to go on the road at South Carolina against the Gamecocks. The Gamecocks open up their season uh, this weekend on the road in North Carolina um, against the reborn Mac Brown and the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, so maybe South Carolina late in the year, and that's coming your way uh, on the last weekend in November after Thanksgiving. But we're looking way, way ahead for the Clemson Tigers. I just have a hard time envisioning. I mean, in. And maybe Syracuse in a couple of weeks can give them a, a, a make them sweat a little bit. Yeah. But with the way and the explosiveness and what they have offensively um, and with what they have at quarterback and running back and the receivers, I mean, they arguably, you know, I clearly have, have three guys that are going to be big-time NFL players uh, at each and every one of those positions. Um, it's hard for me to look at Clemson right now and not think that they're going to be one of those uh, teams and, and probably the last team standing uh, playing for a national championship.
2: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I mean, I, you know, I do. I mean, obviously, as we know, you can't count out, can't count out Alabama and Saban's squad, but or um, well, Georgia or LSU. But I do think, I, I think you're right. I think Clemson will be uh, dominant again this year. Trevor Lawrence, just watching him play. I understand it was against Georgia Tech. I know they're a young team and all that, but Trevor Lawrence, man. And he he showed not just his efficiency. You know, he was 13-23 to for 168 yards with a touchdown. And he did have two INTs, but again, it's the first game of the year. But what I was impressed with his I always known he was a good athlete last year, watched him play enough as a freshman, but really showed that his running ability um, against a young Georgia Tech defense, but they were a very fast Mm. defense that swarms, no pun intended, Yellow Jackets, you get it. But I'm telling you, Lawrence really showed with his legs what he can do. He's a threat out of that backfield. He's a big kid. I think he's like six six. He's kind of like Josh. Uh, Josh Allen, my quarterback with the Bills, but more accurate. So <laughs> much right. more accurate. Which is a big time. Which is <laughs> a big thing. Which yeah. is
3: an issue for Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> um, here is Lawrence talking about uh, the fight that his team shows.
1: Respond to adversity. It's always good to see, you, especially with a team like this that lost so many guys from last year, and we're a young team,
3: but we got good leadership. And- seeing us it, just kind of fight, and, and you know, some things didn't go our ways, but coming back and, and responding. How about Davos Sweeney, the head coach of the uh, Clemson Tigers? Well, he's infatuated with his team. Take a listen. Just
1: really proud of our team, and uh, defensively, again, the turnovers that they created, we had stops on fourth down, the goal on stop, two picks, uh, super job on third down. They were like 5 or 16, so really uh, just, just hats off to the D.
3: Yeah, hats off to, to that defense and the fact of uh, how well his team played. Cut 2
1: It's been really good. Again, these guys like each other. It's fun. The, the, the best thing for me is seeing other guys get excited about their teammates, you know, having success, making a play, coaching each other. Um, I love that. I love that. And, it's you know, it's just Awesome to see Justin Ross and T Higgins and, you know, just so excited about Frank Latson and, you know, seeing these guys get in the game. And when we, we got guys in on kickoff coverage and everybody's on the sideline going, all right, I got Donnelly. All right, I got this guy. I got, and they're calling out guys that they're going to watch and hold accountable to them getting their job done. It's just it's just really it's really cool.
3: Nah, it's, easy. it's easy to understand, you know, why it works uh, for Dabo Sweeney. When you hear him speak, when you hear him get interviewed where – you watch the interactions that he has with his players, Taz, um, where they're willing to lay it on the line. There's a, you know, a youthful exuberance uh, and energy that comes out of Dabo Sweeney uh, that really is tangible, and you get why it works. Uh, you understand it. Um, and the, that team plays for him, and they play hard for him, and he puts <clears throat> them in a position to be successful. Um, and he's trying to get the best out of each and every one of those players. So you get it and you understand it.
2: Oh, absolutely. And listen, you know, you mentioned earlier about uh, defensive coordinator, I believe you mentioned, when um, Brett Venables does a great job with that defense under Dabo. And Dabo, it seems like he's a fun guy to play for. He's a fun guy, it seems. But him and his coaches, especially guy Venables, because we saw Venables, he's, he's, he snapped on a couple of guys early in the game on his team, on his players. Uh, for blown assignments and whatnot, uh, they, they hold. They're going to hold these kids accountable, and it seems like it's a fun place to play, but yet it's a tough place to play, and that's the balance you want, you know, for for these young men uh, as 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 the coaching staff and Venable's just uh, as a defensive coordinator. He, I mean, he's he's great. He's been winning his defensive quarter since. Oh. Winning as defensive coordinator since 1999. I mean, he's just – he's a tremendous uh, D.C. and does a great job. And he could probably get a head coach job any place he wanted. But it, it just seems like he loves running defense and just does his thing. And he's, he's doing great stuff with, on the doubles and his staff, you know, with the, uh, with the Tigers. So, yeah. I mean, and yeah, Moose, I'm with you. I think that they're going deep. Yeah, and <laughs> up <deep>. next <laughs> to
3: them are going to be a uh, Texas, that is, 12th-ranked team in the land. And yeah. they had their way with Texas State last night, 41-7. And then – One of maybe the other, you know, bigger matchups or I'd say two of the, you know, better programs that faced off last night out in Cincinnati, Ohio. And that is uh, the UCLA Bruins, a very, very young team, as we discussed with Ralph Russo yesterday, talking about Chip Kelly year two in UCLA, the well-paid Chip Kelly uh, and how successful he was collegially at the University of Oregon before. Ultimately, went you know what led you know to ultimate failure in in the National Football League with Philadelphia. Even though he did have some success, but he did ultimately fail. And then the San Francisco Forty ers rushing to take that job back in college football. We know year two out at UCLA as the Bruins fall to the Cincinnati Bearcats twenty four fourteen. And the Bruins quarterback who you know fumbled the ball on two occasions without getting hit. Um, you know that that's a problem. Uh, watching that game last night and. You know, for Cincinnati, kind of a a workman-like type of victory for the Bearcats. But I think a lot of people were expecting, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting um, Kelly to come into college football and kind of, you know, take it, uh, grab it by the ears and take it by storm once again. But a lot of the stuff that Chip Kelly, you know, as an innovator, um, when he first came to Oregon and what he was able to do, Uh, A lot of programs do it now. So, I mean, it's difficult to be innovator number two. Now you got to get, and I understand he's got to get his players that he wants to play his program, Taz, and you got to give him time. And I'm not saying it's over or anything of 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 that nature, but a lot of people I know loved UCLA on the road last night against Cincinnati, and you saw their quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, struggle uh, with a couple turnovers, which is a problem. They (laughs) make some very, very nice throws as well. You know, he's a true sophomore, high expectations coming in. We know the program, we know the offense that they're going to run, but initial success and Chip Kelly at UCLA not hand in hand.
2: Yeah, yeah, true. And you make a great point. I mean, you know, when he, when he, what he did when he was running the show uh, for the Ducks of Oregon was unbelievable. I mean, they were must see TV. I mean, from the snazzy uniforms to the great players and the great playbook. I mean, they were just so, uh, and Chip Kelly at the helm, so innovative uh, as you just laid out. And, and then obviously the NFL failures and now you know, the whole thing with the UCLA Bruins here um I, I didn't I didn't expect it I mean do you know what was the line in this game three. You know? it was three okay so I, I mean I, I don't know I mean I, I it, since the, the Bearcats were home so that's a big plus obviously in college world, especially the first day, first week so that's a big plus you travel more or less across the country if you're UCLA to play these guys um so that's a big thing uh, but you got to be prepared to go you got to be prepared to go I mean and, and I wasn't shocked that UCLA lost, but I could see why you know some people that liked UCLA on the road. Well, um, yeah, and the yeah.
3: line moved. I mean, initially it opened up as a 6.5-point spread for Cincinnati, mm. and the line went precipitously down. Now, 6.5, we're going back when lines first opened, which is probably about six, seven weeks ago, for gotcha. college football for the opening weekend, Taz, but... Yeah, you know, there was you six, know, seven
2: weeks ago. That's when the was. I think it was. I yeah. don't follow those. Yeah, or, or I think. I think. I think
3: the lines. Yeah, I think they first came out for college football about maybe five weeks ago. Wow. Maybe I'm overstating. Is it normally, uh, that they usually long? give you a stretch. Yeah, they usually give know you a that. little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, like it doesn't come out like the week previous because they want to get all the action. You no, know, makes they want. Sense. They want makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you go out to you know you go out to Vegas in July or what have you. You know. And you're sitting out there by the pool, and then you're looking at Week One and say, "I want to play UCLA, right? Yeah. So you can go play it, you know." So uh, you know they want too much of you
2: you locked I into UCLA think, versus Cincinnati, right? It's in July, yeah, right? Exactly. But exactly. it happens. But it does. People play it. I know. I, mean, you I know. know that. it's, I mean, yeah, I it's crazy, played.
3: right? so the line moved. I mean, so there was a lot of money on UCLA. Is is the point that I was making? Yeah. And 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 you know they they played poorly. Uh, yeah. I I think it. I think those that are going to write Chip Kelly off at UCLA after, you know, not necessarily just last night after what was a bad first year, Taz, I do think you got to be careful because he's a really good coach. Um, and in, in my, his personality might not work in the National Football League, Taz, but he's a guy that you want to show the respect that Chip Kelly has around, say, coaches. You know, he's a guy that Bill Belichick brought in to hmm. his New England program at times because he wanted to learn how Chip Kelly was running his offense as efficiently and as quickly as he was at the University of Oregon. I mean, that is, you know, you, you know, when you're getting called you by the, the, the maestro, yeah, just, I mean, uh, they, and you're getting called in by Bill Belichick and asked to come over and watch practice and wants to learn what you're doing, I mean, that that, that says it all. I mean, it really does in terms yeah. of what you've been able to do and what you can do. Now it's a matter of finding ways to win because – you know, it's only a matter of time. You, you got to start winning when you take
2: over UCLA. Yeah, you do. And but and here's the thing too, Moose. And I, I know you know this. Like that that you know, listen that Pac-12. Okay, that, that's a that's a tough conference. Yeah. Okay, it's a it's a it's a it's a funky conference. There's a lot of guy, a lot of teams, a lot of programs that win out of nowhere. You know, from your Arizona states to your Colorados to your Utahs. I mean, you know, it's a who's who there. So you know, <laughs> it's 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 not like you could. It's not, you can't just sail through the Pac 12 or think you're gonna. It's not that, it's not gonna work like that. Um, you know, they got they, their schedule's tough. They got Oklahoma in a couple of weeks. Okay, that's gonna be a very ambitious task. Um, you know, for, for, you <laughs> that's obviously mean, that's a
3: good way to put it. <laughs> I really, you know, yeah.
2: I mean, they got it's obviously, lining up for a butt whoop. I'm telling you, dude, they got that SC on this thing here on their schedule. They got Arizona State, um, obviously in conference, a Colorado in conference. So, I mean, you know, they got they got a tough schedule. So. Chip Kelly definitely has got his hands full. I mean, but, you know, he's prepared for it. But I I think the point you made earlier at the top of your commentary on this game was was apropos because he's just got to get his players under him. And then you got to figure, you know, you got to figure he's going to win more. And and he could win this year. Who knows? But maybe these couple seasons. But the thing is, otherwise, he's going to be looked at as a one trick pony.
3: Well, that's it. You know? I mean, you're, you're right, Taz, and, and you've got to become the guy. There was one point in time, remember, everyone wanted to play Oregon. You know, the uniforms, the upbeat, every, yeah. you know the up-tempo offense, what they were doing at teams. They weren't just beating teams, Taz. They were oh, embarrassing teams. Smashing teams. You know, and they were kind of like the, the cool team of college football. They really were. Uh, yeah. Now, they've taken a drop-off after Kelly and then Herzlick, right, took over for Kelly, and eventually right. he got fired because the program started to kind of wane a little bit in the recruiting process, and now – we know you got uh, you know Marco up there that uh, that is running that team Mario Cristobal that's running that program run that organization and, and now you look at it for Chip Kelly and UCLA can he bring that same side kind of excitement level to UCLA that he did at Oregon that's tough to do yeah I mean it it really is it really is tough to do because you're kind of rebranding yourself we talk about like how how college coaches and the respect we have for Dabo what he was able to do to Clemson. Can Chip Kelly do what he did at Oregon? Can he do it now, round two at UCLA? Yeah.
2: tough. I, I, that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, definitely, and we're going to have to see. I mean, uh, but you know what? I mean, I, I want to think he's not a one-trick pony, but I don't know, man. I mean, he's it's been a rough go for him from the NFL to, to UCLA. You know, we'll see. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah, yeah, when Russo's telling you he's not getting
3: five-star recruits and you're at UCLA out that's, of Los Angeles, I mean, that, that's a problem. I mean, it
2: is still UCLA. That's right. a really good school right. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the middle, right there in the Los right outside of the city of Los Angeles. Yep. Ralph Russo tells you, you're right. He knows his stuff, so he's got it locked in. He's locked in.
3: 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Another day, another Jerry Jones quote we will mix a little NFL into the conversation as the preseason's over Taz. I mean, it is over. Got me. I
2: was taking a sip of coffee. I know. Advice. I three
3: off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. We'll Finally, the
2: preseason is over. Five. Yes,
3: we'll get into that. We'll do that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio.
2: It's Taz and the Moose
3: on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose
0: on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to
3: Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. On a busy Friday morning, Taz and the Moose with you. we got a lot to get to. we got college picks coming your way a little later on the program. We are going to make the big announcement of the final five contestants and then the final two. Who's going to be part of the Taz and the Moose Fantasy Football League? The draft, I believe, is next Tuesday night. I think I saw online, 6 o'clock Eastern time.
2: What's draft? What?
3: Our draft. Our draft. All right.
2: Correct. But is it too late for people to get this stuff in? Uh, it's well, too late, right? Yeah, I think Yeah, kind yeah. of, yeah. All
3: the right. deadline was by, by this morning, okay, so by 6 o'clock. Yeah, so it's a little late
2: right now. All right. No problem. We Don't got throw
3: Bisseglie little... Be- off. No, no. I... He's, <laughs> he's set, locked in. He's like All a... Right. We got,
2: you know, because have. We, yeah, well, I guess you we got have twelve it. minutes. I guess we got twelve minutes together. It. <laughs> no, no. it's, 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 it's coming down to nitty gritty. Uh, so we, we, yeah. we Mike, uh, it and is his, Mike's team, the research poll team. Correct. They, they pulled them. That that is exactly right. We
3: got John Foster. He's got the updates this morning in for Bogish. What's going on, Johnny?
2: Not much, guys. Uh, okay. Not so fast, John. Yeah. So so uh, let's just slow you down right away. Yeah. out of the box, John. Fast. So uh, you and Moose uh, had a little convo right before we went live here in the segment. About a little flank steak marinate, which I'm extremely intrigued in. Moose is a tremendous cook. I've uh, had some of his barbecue that he brings into work here. He does a great job. So if he's praising your marinate for your flank steak, I think you don't need to share the secret ingredients here. But I love flank steak. So
3: Taz would like the recipe as well. I would. Yes. But of course. Can
2: you share with us? It is delicious. And our listening audience, like what's your main base in this? Uh, I stumped them red. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I could give you the,
0: you know, I won't give you the measurements, but the ingredients. It's pretty simple. Well, well you're just gonna and make it's true, really... it just like that, just straightforward forge ahead. It's not order. mine. If it was mine, you know, I would, I would keep <laughs> oh, it locked just, up. Let's get this. Well, there's how's this? There's molasses in it. Oh, oh right there, right there. That's that's that. all, that's that. a heavy deal. Right that out of the box. Sad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I I use it on skirt steak. It works on flank steak, which I've done as well. But oh. uh, skirt steak, I think, really holds a marinade well, fatty and. Why? You know, did, cause, and because
2: well, you when you cook and you too much, you guys when you do your flank steak, you do it thin. Some people cut it thick. Like I, oh, my no, wife,
0: I, I like it thin. You like well, my wife does yeah. it real thin yeah, yeah.
3: too.
2: So, John, you too
3: thin. Yes. Yes. So I the like marinade will and, hold, and you,
0: and you cook it quick. Right, right, of course, yeah, very yeah. quick. Okay, well, some and, people, um, my goodness, and, and
3: I—I'm I, telling you, like when I made it uh, for my family, my my wife's family earlier on in the summer or late spring, I would say summer. Last time I saw John, it's been a while. Uh, it was the first thing that all it all went
2: dancing on the streets. It was just
3: as soon as I put it down, someone had it. It was all it was all gone. Gonski. Uh, I must say,
0: it, you know. Again, it's not mine, so it's not really bragging. You don't it, have to. It's have to be phenomenal. Honest. Just it say is. it's yours. Don't no yeah, claim cold. it. No. Yeah, why would you do that? Please? Out of respect. Well, you know what? It was my mother's friend. She's no longer with us, oh, so I, I, I now honor now
2: deep in the woods. Here. Okay, I honor
0: Norma story. by saying, yeah. "Norma, it's, we love you." God it's rest Norma's you. Yes. Uh, wonderful recipe. But listen, also.
2: I also see. I have. Do you like sangria? Uh, very much. <laughs> okay. Well, you, like re- you want to trade? Well, I have a sangria recipe that will knock your drawers off. So that that I won't share publicly. Moose has it. I have Mikey it. B has it. I will give it to you all air, but you have to give me the marinade for the. Uh, it's a deal. You're right, on. You got it. Wow, that's it. It Just came to terms. Very Stop nice. Flick. In
0: You're fact, I'll on. have it Saturday. I might not be here for my Saturday evening shift. <laughs> right, right, so, right, right. Right. We know. The I'll blame you. and not i you All right. Y'all right. right, blame problem. the sangria.
2: Oh, no problem. Sangria is outstanding. You'll get and bombed. It's Taz's it. secret recipe. Yes. He invented it himself. Well, look forward. With some from good folks up in Cape Cod.
3: <laughs> almost. Yeah. He worked on it for years. I yeah, was yeah. on the road. <laughs> yeah, right? Just in testing. between matches. He's Mass- like right, knocking right, knock on the hotel yeah. room door. Taz, where are you? I'm working on my sangria.
2: Yeah, I got... It's almost yeah, there. I got... It's almost just, there. I don't know if I should use peach schnapps <laughs> or ginger root. <laughs> you know, so
3: <laughs> that would be uh, a tremendous scene. Uh, no, right. <laughs> goodness,
2: man. Got big tubs,
3: uh, putting in a yeah, right. stirring it <laughs> right. like with a big baseball bat. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, like
2: yeah, 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 right. Like yeah. a witch's brew. Yeah, witch's brew. Like a Viker Sabu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he was taking other things. In his no, body, I understand not, not that. He's like, a I, how do you like this sangria. <laughs> oh, it tastes good. It's not there just yet. It's not almost there. It took years, John, for me to get the sangria. Now Moose is right.
3: Uh, but yes, Taz will give you the sangria, and we yeah. want, I need the recipe. I was thinking about the other day because I made it and it it wasn't. I was missing something. Oh. And Did you was, put molasses in it? I, I think I forgot the molasses. It's a pretty key ingredient. I think I forgot wow. the molasses. That's was a, like, it, it's not involved. a lot,
0: but that kind of ties it I'm all like, together.
3: I'm like, I got it. I, and then when I heard you're in today for Bogish, who's who's out this morning, uh, and and filling in doing updates, I'm like, I got to get that recipe from Fast.
2: <laughs> there's, so besides molasses, there's a couple other ingredients? Oh, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like how many more ingredients?
0: I don't know, five or six. It's pretty basic. Yeah. yeah. I think you're it's, really not selling this hard, I got to be honest with you. Moose is selling the hell out of it. I, I trust Moose's it. judgment Oh,
3: it's really it. but good. But you're
0: like, ah, eh, it's no
2: big deal. No, no I've been it. making it for no. 30 years. All right, don't uh, get hot. I'm just saying. That's, it's just good stuff, bro. I just, I'm just I'm trying, trying to put you over. No, Taz, you and well, your wife, you guys will love it. I'll tell
3: you, you what, so? I'll love yeah, uh, uh, it. If you don't, I'd be absolutely stunned.
0: I'll call in Tuesday and find out how you did if you make it this weekend. Call in where? Here. Oh, we don't take calls from people who work here.
2: <laughs> sorry. You could just next I'll time quit. we see you. I want to hear how it is. <laughs> I'll quit. Just to call. I'll quit the job. Just, <laughs> just to, to hear Taz's reaction to, call it, to just the to call infamous I'll marinade. Just quit, yeah. and then I'll try to get rehired after you, I call it. Okay, got yeah. it. Um, go ahead, John. All what's right, the, guys. Four games on?
0: last night on College Football's Top Twenty Five Scoreboard, in, including the defending champs who opened up their season and ACC play at home against Georgia Tech. And
3: Lord's going to keep it fakes it to him. Turns it upfield and into the end zone goes Trevor Lawrence for the touchdown. So not a throwing touchdown by 16, but a running touchdown of six
0: yards. And Clemson grabs a 6-0 lead here at the 11-52 mark first quarter. That's Don Munson on the Clemson Tigers radio network. Trevor Lawrence, an early first quarter touchdown run. Clemson rolled 52-14. Not a dazzling start for Lawrence, though. He was 13 of 23 passing for 168 yards. One touchdown, two interceptions. Travis Etienne, though, a huge day on the ground. 12 carries, 205 yards. And Three touchdowns. Meanwhile, the Pac-12 favorites opened up on the road as number 14 Utah pulled away from BYU, 30 to 12. Zach Moss, 29 carries, 188 yards, and a score. 17th-ranked Central Florida blew past Florida A&M, 62 nothing. Notre Dame transfer Brandon Wimbush got off to a nice start. He was 12 of 23 for a buck 68 and two scores. At number 12, Texas A&M hammered Texas State 41-7. Kellen Mond threw for three touchdowns and ran for another. Next up for the Aggies, a trip to Death Valley next Saturday as they take on top-ranked Clemson. The Dolphins open up their season next Sunday at home against the Ravens. They'll do so with Ryan Fitzpatrick starting at QB as the 36-year-old beats out Josh Rosen for the job. Browns running back Kareem Hunt underwent sports hernia surgery yesterday. He's expected to be fully recovered by the time he returns from that eight-game suspension. Bills and Browns pulled off a trade. Buffalo sending starting guard Wyatt Teller and a 2021 seventh-round pick to Cleveland for 2020 fifth- and sixth-round draft choices. And the NFL preseason wrapped up last night. Josh Gordon made his preseason debut for the Patriots and their two-point loss to the Giants reinstated by the NFL a couple of weeks ago. Gordon had two catches for 30 yards. To baseball, the Cubs finished off a three-game sweep of the Mets, four to one. Victor Caratini.
2: Oh, John, don't mention that game. You have to pretty mention important. all the scores. Oh, no. Now Not all mentioned... the
0: scores, but the important one. Oh, That's an important one.
2: Wow. lost six in a row now. Five uh, yes. out of the wild card.
0: Why, John? Why Victor Caratini this? homer twice, drove in all four. John Lester, the win, six Even Chris innings.
2: Bryant after the game was like, I was surprised we swept him. Uh, Moose is just laying out the whole update, and then he heard that Mets-Cubs sentence, and we heard a... We heard a and <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> well, happy Friday! <laughs> oh yeah. What are you talking I'm about? Surra- being surprised? What are you Moose? talking about? I'm oh, surrounded
2: man. by Mets fans. I know. I know.
3: You. got the win,
0: it and after
2: every win, win, it was like the the World Series was just. Won. Well, we weren't yeah. really banging our
3: chest. Oh my god!
0: Stop Mets fan doesn't
2: bang their chest. Right. So Moose is right. We were, John, so me, Bogus. God, just Pete how the dangerous body. is this team going to be uh, come October? B, you know, once they were winning a lot. Nobody you know, wants to play it. We're chirping. He's, <laughs> he's Yankee Nobody fan. wants I to play it. We're yeah. just pounding. Right. Like, we're acting like we won the World Series. <laughs> it really was. And then it was, it's, now I, it's over.
0: I've lived so. in North Jersey my whole life. I know what it's like when the Mets get hot. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You're a Mets yeah. fan? No. Okay. And that's why I noticed it because no, nope. it drives me nuts. Uh, you're a Yankee fan. I am. Oh, yeah, I'm, and
3: I don't really have a problem uh, with the Mets. I just have a it's problem with the rare their fans case you get they win. a fellow Yankee fan in here uh, yes. to, in the, I'm the studio. I'm just gonna say, look, you, you I mean, just, I'm surprised but, they let you open the door, John. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might be the first time I ever admitted right, exactly. it. No, that's why. listen, that was not, the
2: flank recipe. It's kind of, but John, you said it's not true. Let's be honest. You're saying Mets fans, are worse than Yankee fans, you Yankee fans are the most arrogant, egotistical. S- entitled sports fans wait, Next wait, wait, wait. Fans. Let me defend well, hold, on, hold on a second wait,
3: have, have, I, on have I come in uh, You and I We've been doing a show now For 20
2: months There it is Right As opposed to two years ha- Have I, Well just short of two years All right. Hopefully we're past two years Right yeah, We'll see <laughs> You know, we've to see what happens. <laughs> I understand that. Right. I understand that. Right, so but hopefully we make, right, years, right. Yeah, right. hoping, hope we make it past two years, correct? Yeah, I hope we make it to Monday. Yeah, well, we'll <laughs> make it till Monday. But the point
3: being is, when have I come in and and, and pounded my chest about the Yankees? Well, you don't. See, I, we, do, I no, don't. Hold on, hold on. I defend Sterling. You have are, a problem with Sterling's home run calls. When do I come in? It's annoying. But secondly, yeah. do I come in and tell you how, do I come in on a daily basis and be like, man, how
2: great are the Yankees? Never once. No, you have not done I've that. I have not That's done that true. once. But what you do is worse. You know what you do? What do, do passive I do? It's passive-aggressive oh. ego, Yankee ego. Passive-aggressive Yankee ego. Uh, I've lived uh, it my whole life around Yankee I fans, give the, so I know. No, no, my I give the, fan, I give so the
3: I Mets credit, you're like, oh, I don't need to hear from a Yankee fan. That's wrong. That's wrong. I'm a no. baseball fan. I'm no. not just a Yankee fan.
2: No, you are
3: a Yankee I fan. give the Mets credit to Grom last night. Can't give up that three-run homer in the seventh. Yeah, I don't know
0: what's going on. Uh, Guys, if you live anywhere and don't root for the local team, you're going to hate that other team. That's how it is. True, true. That's what that's my experience. Only thing we
2: got Ramos. He's, he's, he's hit streak. Twenty-two games. 22 that's games. the
0: longest in the majors in this majors, year. Just yeah. amazing when really, you think it about really it. Is. Joe DiMaggio,
2: here we come.
3: So, real yeah. quick,
0: we'll wrap this up. Lester, John Lester got the win, six innings of one-run ball, and he says what you were alluding to: Moose, Marcus Stroman, away. Noah Syndergaard, Jacob Degrom. Those were the three pitchers the Cubs beat on the road, no less that's something they can build off of. This
1: whole series was huge for us facing those three guys coming in here and, and getting a sweep and um, you know we all know our, our road wolves and um, to do that against those three guys is huge going home.
0: Yeah, just 28 and 39 away from Wrigley Cubs have now won five straight on the road.
1: All right, Johnny, thank you buddy.
0: Hi,
3: we'll up. come back. We'll talk a little bit about Jerry Jones. Um, and the latest what he has had to say, and a fantasy football Taz and the Moose update. Oh man. Yeah. The five will be revealed. We'll get into that next as well. Taz Moose, it's a Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right, 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, of course. That's what that is. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. So, fantasy football drafts are happening uh, left and right. Uh, We do know that. It's a billion-dollar industry. Um, So, we have a Taz and the Moose Year two of the fantasy football league. Uh, we've up mm. we've moved it from a tw- ten team to a twelve team league. Yeah, uh, We're getting big, so baby. <laughs> those that have worked on the show um, uh, constitute and and work on the show on a day and day ba- basis, but affiliated with the show make up ten. We opened up two spots mm. for the listening audience.
2: For you, yes.
3: our fans, yes. that are here on an everyday basis, that yes. download the podcast, whose numbers are just off the charts, yes. who are there for the two days of video, um, and those days, the, the downloads and the watch oh. and the stream was fantastic on those two glorious days of video. Amazing two days. Right around the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, we all remember those days. Um, the day that Mark Chernoff commented on my hair and said, look, and now I know why you're on video today. Look at your head of hair. I said, Thank uh, you, Mark. I appreciate that. That might have been the peak. I, go, I do oh. brush it on other days as well. Uh, I don't come in looking homely,
2: do I? No, you actually don't. I remember you talked about it. I forgot about that, but that's actually running. I think that those two days of video. I can't speak for you, Moose. Right. You've had a lot of success, and I humbly say I have also. Yes, but but uh, this I will tell you. Yeah, I think those two days of video might be that might have been the peak. The 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 epipex. Might even be a word. Of my career. That <laughs> I, might have been the, the penultimate I agree with you. Of my career. It's gonna be right in my obituary. That's it. And then it, it just it. as fast as it came, it was gone. We we, we drop right down. Right. Quick. Uh, I know. No, uh, no video. No. no. <laughs> let's we could go let's, on and on. All right. This could do the whole I, I know. Let's we stop. We, yeah, right, we yeah. got a lot more than just eight wait.
3: minutes left in this of content on this one.
2: <laughs> what's up?
3: So, no, all right. so. All right. what's going on? Uh, Here we go. We got the five finalists, correct? Yeah, this is gesci- we thank this everyone out there. I mean, I got overwhelming this thing going on my throat. <laughs> over overwhelming response for the last three, four days since we opened it up. Two spots to the Taz of the Moose Fantasy Football League. And we asked you, the listener, to send us be creative, whether it be by word, by mouth, however you way you wanted to do it, be creative why you should be a part of the Taz of the Moose Fantasy Football League. All right. So, finalist number one, Joe. I think he's from Louisville, correct? <laughs> yeah. I think well, he is. He was a truck driver. He was going through <laughs> Louisville at the time. Correct. Going through Louisville. Drives truck throughout the course of the week. Here is Joseph, the caller, making a pitch yesterday. Take a listen.
0: For my family, I work a lot. Right. And um, I will take Sundays off if you guys will let me on your team. I work Ooh. on my birthday. I work on Christmas.
1: I work on New Year's. like
0: I work non-stop. I'm going to talk to my wife. She's got to take the kids to school, okay? All right. Yeah, sure. When she, gets, when she gets them to school, I will log on. I'm pretty sure she'll say yes because she knows I don't I do not do fantasy anymore. I don't do anything, man. I pay attention You're to my family at work. And work. Just, just working. I got you. That's, That's good, it.
3: Man. All right, there you go. I was cut off. It's not uncommon. I'll bet it even in the even oh. the audio cuts I get cut off <laughs> Dude, it's amazing it just it just never it just
2: never can't get a word in at oh. home and can't get a word in here <laughs> even on tape even on tape <laughs> <laughs> I did not edit that I know. here's
3: okay so joe the truck driver driving through louisville making his pitch here's bradley king he hopped on twitter and he sent us a little uh, little video take a listen So
2: I understand you want people to beg and plead and get on their knees. Well, I'm doing something that's illegal, but I do want to be part of your fantasy league. So take that for what it is. Um, I'll definitely love to be a part of it. I'm driving to Greensboro, North Carolina, to buy some cars. Stay listed to you-know-who. So take your pick. Pick me.
3: Smart here's what you, did oh, that. Uh, and Smart. here's what you love about Bradley King. Number 1 is he's driving a car when he's doing it, which is highly illegal. Number 2 is he's listening to us. We're on in the background yeah. when he's recording the audio. Yeah. Um he poked fun a little bit. Very very creative. Nice job by Bradley.
2: I agree. Uh, Bradley King, uh he's looking good right now. That, that was a good job by him. Then we go to the Twitter and the great John Dean at yrc 21 He said I would send pepperoni rolls from the great state of West Virginia, eat what the coal miners eat, okay? And then we saw a picture of this, uh, and i got to be honest, they did not look that good. John Dean, sir, I know you support the show very much. Mike, you saw these things. You're an Uber driver, the so you know what food, good food is. I they looked good. You thought uh, good? I'd eat it. All right, I don't creativity. know. Creativity. They didn't look too hot. Listen, John Dean, I know you support everything here on Taz and Moose. I, I believe you also support stuff on the Taz show, but i got to tell you, you cannot send, or even offer to send pepperoni rolls from West Virginia to two guys from New York. What are you kidding
3: me? All right, come on. Uh, cheese and, and cured meat through the mail. C- can I interject? That's a good Point. West Virginia has a great selection of pepperoni rolls. I've been there. I've I had didn't them. know They're that. Excellent. I've, I've I've had them in West Virginia. Been They're to very Wheeling,
2: good. West Virginia twice. I wrestled there. Quick, stay, Moose. In an out, out, yeah. So I know guys that the, went to
3: Morgantown, yeah. calling Syracuse games they were, yeah. that well. <laughs> <laughs> they were not treated all that Dude, well.
2: They uh, were
3: not treated all that well.
2: Dude, listen, I know what you mean.
3: Yeah, because the West Virginia fan could get a little rough. Yeah, they don't like. To, uh, here's they the don't other thing, I, I think Mike will defend <laughs> anything at any time. <laughs> we knocked the rolls.
0: Come no, no, no I, but, but delicious I, I
3: selection of pepperoni. The cured meats in West Virginia are amazing.
0: I can't. You've never had a
3: listen, I've been to Italy and I've been to West Virginia. The pepperoni in West Virginia, as good as pepperoni you'll get in Rome. I have not been to Italy, <laughs> I can't confirm it. It's Michael, a it's a joke. I know I'm I'm being funny. <laughs> it's
2: so, I mean, jeez. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright. I'm just Benny G! <gasps> On Twitter <laughs> at Jay No, didn't did, well, I mean Mike? He w- basically went on his high horse about the pepperoni selection in West Virginia. Well, he said he thought it looked good. I mean,
3: no, no, he said no, no, not the pepperoni roll. Oh, he, he said he said actually said, had. pepperoni. he will have the finest selection of pepperoni. No pepperoni
1: rolls in West Virginia. Oh, I've dude. had them; they're good. I'm Mike not is, saying there's good. But Mike Italy. is a
2: food guy. He, he is. He's the one who turned he me is. on to the bread and the ham that I eat every that's day. Right. You know Why?
3: that. So. Th- th- that's healthy ham. I know my and low bread. sodium ham.
2: And and there's no there's right. no cornstarch in the bread and uh, and it's like I, I know like Play-Doh but
3: I love I, it. I, listen, uh, if it was that big of a deal, I would have told you to get the low-sodium ham. I've been we've been
2: having them for 25 years. <laughs> Mike didn't like. Taz like what? This is different. There's not as much salt in this. this is ham. is a different type of ham. I know you're <laughs> talking. You're talking about, about Russer ham, Coconut ham.
1: We'll do a yes, one v yeah. one v one of the hams.
2: Oh, I'd love I love pork.
1: All right. No what's problem. number three? So
2: uh, anyway, so we got uh, Benny G. Uh, no relation to Kenny. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I guess I got it. At uh, JBan88. That's J E E B A N 88. I listen every morning and love the game. Plus, I want a piece of Taz and the Moose. Bragging rights on them fellas would be a dream. Ha ha. Danny put hashtag Taz and the Moose Fantasy League. Why must people find it, Moose, that they could just hashtag? There is no hashtag. He made a hashtag. Hashtag Taz and whose face Yeah, but people that do that don't realize the hashtags work when other people utilize that hashtag. Oh, that's how. Seems like you didn't know either. That's how no, it works. I didn't know. I was, I was playing know. into it. Oh, I see you playing along. Jeez. All right, Jareth Hunter at Jareth Hunter. Okay, simple. <laughs> he's, he, he's got the Twitter. Good for him. Not I, confusing. Yeah, I know. Right. It's I would not do- at Smoky Bones, Jareth. <laughs> I would love to be part of Hashtag Taz that was fantasy. It must be a hashtag. There you Once, go. Uh, fantasy Football League. I would love to be part of Hashtag f- Fantasy Football League. Uh, I've been a fan of the show since day one and have been a longtime fan of Hashtag the task show. And honestly, I can't find anyone to do Fantasy League with me. LOL. Oh. So basically, this poor guy's got nobody. Uh, that's General. sad. That is sad. He's got nobody being the league one. I've been there, Jareth. We're well, considering you.
3: Well, there you go. So Joseph Bradley. Uh, the great John Dean, Benny G, and Jared. Those are your five finalists. We'll announce the winners, the two winners. Yeah. Top of the 8 o'clock hour as part of the three. Can't because wait. That's going to be a big headline. Huge. We go camping. We do that next. Taz, move oh. CBS Sports Radio.